Hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Susan Desenzi. In today's episode, we're going to really dive into that typical thing that everybody does at the end of a year, that thing called New Year's resolutions, but we're really not going to dive into New Year's resolutions as much as we're going to take a look at how to create a new you for 2022. That means goals. That means really deciding and committing who you choose to be. So I hope as you listen to today's episode, you take away the different skills and tools that we're going to briefly go over in the episode so that you can really begin to understand how to create that new you for 2022. Because, you know, New Year's resolutions only last so long, and then we often find ourselves falling away with lack of motivation and lack of willpower and self-discipline, things like that. So that's really what we're going to get into today. And I'm so excited because I've had a tough 2021. And I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people have said because of COVID that 2020 was really kind of the messy, yucky year. Honestly, for me, it's been 2021. And I'm going to dive into that in the episode. So I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy the show. All right. So, you know, man, as I said in the intro, 2021 has really been kind of a rough year for me. And I I don't know what it's been like for you. But obviously with COVID, 2020 really kind of created a global shutdown, especially here in the United States where all of a sudden we had to pivot and work from home and we couldn't go out and do the things that we love to do. And while I've been working from home for almost seven years, five years prior to the to the pandemic hitting, there was that freedom, you know, in, in knowing that I could go out and I could go visit friends or go out to dinner with my husband or enjoy a night out on the town or go to a party and not worry so much about my health or what might happen. And then when COVID hit, all of a sudden that freedom was taken away. And you know, it's kind of like the doctor, right? If you have to have a procedure or something and they tell you that you cannot have anything to eat or drink past midnight and you're typically not even up that late or especially you don't even eat or drink that late, but all of a sudden you are up And now you want something because you're told you can't have it. Well, it was kind of the same thing for me, that even though I'd worked from home for so many years, because I had that freedom and now we really didn't, all of a sudden I wanted it more. And what that started to create for me was a bit of depression sometimes, a lack of motivation. It caused me to procrastinate a bit and say, oh, you know, I have time, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, oh, I can do that three days from now. It caused me to feel a bit apathetic at times. It caused me to feel like I was a bit locked in the walls of my home. And while I love my home and it's a very safe place, it just didn't feel like it was that same kind of sanctuary because I didn't have the outlet of being able to go and do other things as I felt called to do. 
I couldn't go to any kind of networking events or meetings outside the home where I could meet other people in person. It just was very difficult, and it challenged my sense of self even, right? It caused me to have to really reflect on some of the parts of who I am and who I am not. And while I didn't always see that, it still was relatively manageable through 2020 because we were all kind of facing the same thing. But then as 2021 hit, and I had gotten sick in late 2020, and it really took me offline out of the the grand scheme of life, essentially. It obviously put this podcast on hiatus for about eight months. It really became a different kind of reflection of deciding who I am because now I was facing this medical situation that would be a, a lifetime of kind of recovering and uh, being aware of this medical situation for myself. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not being elusive, but go back to an episode in August. I I cannot recall the number right off the top of my head that's titled, Dear Susan, Where Have You Been? And I go into great detail about those previous eight months and the medical illness that I deal with and all that occurred for me. But I bring it up again now because really that whole situation caused me to have to really reflect on me. And as I've said in previous episodes, it it forced me to take a look at where I was not maybe being 100% authentic or fully myself, to myself or to others even sometimes. It also caused me to recognize where I was still hiding out and keeping myself small. And as 2021 has continued to unfold then, I, I found myself at times you know, feeling a bit more unmotivated or unwilling to kind of step into myself because I realized that there's still a part of me that is figuring that out. And I honestly think that that's a lifelong thing that we all go through. So as we're coming to a close in 2021, and that typical thing that we always do and create those New Year's resolutions for ourselves, those, you know, this new year, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to start doing this and I'm going to stop doing that. And it's great as a goal and it's great in the beginning of the year. But then what happens is, I don't know, mid-January, end of January, maybe February, if you're lucky enough, life starts to continue to happen while it always is happening, but it starts to kind of get in the way And then you find yourself falling off, maybe, some of those resolutions, quote unquote, that you set for yourself. And so what I really want to get deeper into today is how to really create that new you, that new version for 2022. How to really take a look at the self-discipline and the motivation and the willpower that's needed in order to really create the goals that you want for yourself for 2022, in order to really create that version of you that you want to wake up and look in the mirror every day to and say, hi, I really like you. And you know, it doesn't mean it's always smooth sailing. It doesn't mean there aren't bumps in the road that come, but we can create that new version 
of ourselves without getting caught by all the distractions that are in our lives on a day-to-day basis. Things like our relationships and the environment and our own internal thoughts, kind of that inner critic. It's very easy to get caught up in the distractions and just not feel kind of like, oh, I'm I'm gonna do this thing tomorrow. Take, for example, one of the things that I definitely want to do more regularly is re-engage in my yoga practices and my meditation practices and my exercise practices that worked for me before. I felt good when I was doing them. The endorphins were releasing in my brain and my body. I felt more energetic. Right now, I feel pretty fatigued. I feel pretty low energy. And while me personally as Susan, doesn't particularly like the cold weather and the wintertime, and I'm from the Chicago area where we definitely have some yucky winters, it's not just that for me. It's just that it's kind of like when we locked down in 2020 with COVID. Because it's winter and the sun doesn't shine as much here in the Chicago area as in the summertime, because the weather is colder, It's not something I can go and easily just spend hours outside. I could go walking outside for hours at a time, or I could sit outside for hours at a time or sit on the grass. It's cold. You have to be bundled up. And so it makes me kind of like, I don't really want to go do that. Maybe I'll go take a walk, but it'll be a short walk because it's cold. And if there's snow and ice on the ground, then that's a consideration. So for me, it's not just that here in the Chicago area, we have a bit cloudier and darker, drearier days, typically. It's also that because it's not the typical summer weather, I can't really go out and do the same things that I would normally do in the summer. So I tend to get a little more apathetic in the winter, a little less motivated, a little more kind of like that hunkering down and cozy down like a like a hibernating bear. And yet I know that when I exercise on a regular basis, when I'm meditating on a regular basis, when I'm journaling on a regular basis, when I am listening to music and singing on a regular basis, when I'm doing those things that I really love to do that bring me a sense of peace and joy and happiness, I find that my energy goes up. And so I know for me that in January, I, you know, like, why can't I start it tomorrow, right? Necessarily. But I know that the likelihood of me doing that is is not very high because I do want to kind of plan out a little bit of a structure for myself that is doable for me. Not, not like going from zero to 60, like from dead stop to racing and doing it all every day consistently. But I'd like to put a little bit of some thought and plan in place so that as January hits, I can really start reincorporating those things that bring me joy and happiness on a regular basis to increase my energy, help my body gain strength and stamina, feel as though It's helping biochemically and neurophysiologically my body and my brain to kind of combat the darker, drearier days or the colder weather. And yet I know that in the past, when I have set that up for myself, I might be really good about doing it right off the bat in January, but 
like I said, life is happening and things get busy. And the next thing you know, maybe I've had a rough night of sleeping and I didn't get a lot of sleep. And so getting up at a specific time and then doing a bit of a workout, an exercise routine, yoga, some meditation, whatever it might be for myself that day, kind of gets pushed off because I go, oh, I have this meeting or this client or this appointment or this thing I have to do, and I don't have the time, right? How often do you say that to yourself? I don't have the time. The truth is we have the same 24-hour period every single day of the week, same 24 hours every day. And yet it's about a self-caring, right? It's about a sense of self-worth and self-love and self-caring that says, I want to do this for me because it feels good. And I want to do this for me because it helps my mind, my body, and my soul. I want to do this because I know that I feel differently and I'll say better when I do that. And so I'm going to make it a priority, the same as I would make a meeting or a client meeting a priority. And yet, I also know me personally well enough to know that there have been many times where I have had those good intentions, and yet I allow myself to be distracted by certain other things that might be happening, like lack of sleep or feeling tired or not feeling super motivated or feeling a bit meh about it, and then it gets pushed off. But I would never do that to a human being. I would never do that to a client or to a friend or to my husband or my family. And yet I look at that and I go, why? What's the difference? Why would I not allow myself to be distracted when it comes to other people, but when it comes to me, I will totally allow the distractions to come into play. And so I would invite you, just on this first part that I'm talking about now, taking a look at where you allow the distractions to interrupt the activities that you enjoy or love or that are for you, that make you feel good, that make you feel more energetic or alive or happier or joyful or grateful, where do you allow those distractions to come into play? And what are those distractions? Are they family obligations? Are they work obligations? Is it that someone else needs your time and attention? And so you set aside something that is important for you because someone else needs you. I always found that interesting, that it would be so easy for those of us that are nurturers and caregivers Right? And I don't mean a caregiver in the traditional like medical sense or kind of like taking care of an ill person or an elderly person or something like that. I mean, I'm a nurturer and a caregiver, right? As a therapist and a coach, I offer up an environment of care and compassion and love and safety to help nurture and foster those things that are going on inside of you that have been problematic or challenging, I help you to plant those seeds and learn how to nurture them. Well, I have to teach you in a nurturing environment how to nurture that for yourself, right? So while I may not be working in some capacity out in the field where I'm going to someone's home and helping to take care of them physically, I'm helping to take care of their emotional and spiritual and psychological needs in various ways. And that's a nurturer. That's a caregiver. 
And I think that if you're listening to this show right now, I think you're probably a nurturer and a caregiver too. Because I kind of don't think that you would be interested in this show if you weren't. All right, so as this nurturer and caregiver, I've always found it interesting that as much as I do love and care for myself, that I still sometimes will put other people's needs or wants ahead of my own. Because I will find myself kind of justifying or rationalizing away or intellectualizing my own needs and go, ah, you know, I can do that later. I can do that tomorrow or I can take care of that next week. This person has a greater need for what it is they're going through right now than I do. I can handle this differently. I can manage this. So I'll set aside what is important to me in that moment, potentially for somebody else. But see, that's a problem. Because when that happens day after day after day after day, then I find myself not engaging in my own activities that bring me joy and happiness. And eventually, then I procrastinate many other things, or I find myself not having a lot of motivation or willpower. And I'm like, whoa, how do I stop this? Well, that's part of what I've been working on through this year of evolution, through the illness that took me offline for so many months, all the mirroring that had to be done, all the unpeeling of the layers that were happening, all of the evolutions that I have continued to go through as I'm coming into 2022 now, I just felt it was super important to talk about this today with you and say, look, I don't necessarily think it's going to be easy to change some of my old bad habits or change some of my old thought processes that have been pretty ingrained because in this 2021, the illness just, you know, just life stuff that has happened through this year, it has kind of created an environment where sometimes my old kind of ingrained thought patterns have cropped up and actually created a bit more lack of motivation, more apathy, more depressive thoughts. Because this has been a tough year when we think that we are getting through COVID and things are opening up again, boom, then there's another variant that we have to be worried about. And whether you agree or disagree about that, about that whole situation, I'm not talking about that. That's up to each and every person's own individual decision. But the reality is that globally, we are dealing with a situation that is killing people and is causing people to become very sick. I currently have someone that I know, one of my husband's very dear friends, who is fighting for his life currently in a hospital on a ventilator with COVID and has been for weeks now. So whether you agree or not, you know, again, I'm not wanting to talk about that as much as it's been a rougher year for me because we seemed like we were having a bit of an opening to return to a place where we could see family and friends and we could go to events and parties and have dinner out at a restaurant and things like that. And then we had to deal with these other variants that have kind of created more fear and more concern about whether or not we can do that safely. And so that just kind of ramped up some of my own old ingrained thoughts and feelings that really are gifts 
and and they're mirrors for me to take a look at and keep diving into but the human side of me says this sucks i miss going out with friends to karaoke i love to sing and i love to dance and whenever there's music around i'll be swinging and swaying and singing if i can if i know the words or humming along because music lights me up and fills me up and I feel alive with music. I feel alive when I'm engaged in music and song and dance. And so I miss that. I miss going out with friends to karaoke. I miss going out to dinner with my husband. For the last two years on our anniversary, we have not gone out to dinner like we have traditionally done over the last 21 years of our life together. And actually, he had not gone out to a a restaurant in person to sit down inside and eat since the start of the pandemic in March 2020 when we here in Illinois locked down until just about three or four months ago, maybe around September of 2021. And it was so nice just sitting in a restaurant with him, sitting across from him at a table and just enjoying the ambiance and the atmosphere and the food. We both forgot how much we miss that. And so as we come into 2022 to really create a new you, I would invite you to really take a look at those parts of your life that may not be working so well for you right now, or I don't know, maybe they're working okay, but you have you know, some thoughts about it or some habits you'd like to kind of break. Maybe you want to lose a little weight. Maybe you want to gain a little weight. Maybe you want to eat healthier or differently. Maybe you want to set up a different kind of structure or routine for yourself every day. Maybe you want to get up earlier or later or go to bed earlier or later. Whatever it might be for you, maybe you want to add exercise or yoga or meditation or something back into your daily routine that's been missing for a while that you used to really love and enjoy, I would invite you first to make a list of all those things that light you up, that make you feel alive, joyous, energetic, that are just a part of you. And then I would invite you to take a look at, are you doing all those things right now? Or are there some habits or activities that you participate in that feel overwhelming? or a feeling like you're getting a little bit burned out by, or you're a little bit frustrated with, and write those down as well. And then see what would you need to do in order to commit in 2022 to a new you. So instead of making a New Year's resolution on New Year's Eve at the stroke of midnight, and people say, hey, what's your resolutions for this year? You know what? Here's what my answer is going to be. My resolution for 2022, is that I'm creating a new Sue, a new you, a new me, that I am going into 2022 with a different level of self-love and self-identification that says, I am as valuable and worthy and lovable to myself for myself that I can commit to setting up these goals for myself and working step-by-step toward completing those goals over the entire year of 2022. Not that I'm going to create this big, huge exercise habit and new structure for myself in the first week of January, and it will stick with me through the entire year, but that I'm going to take those steps each day, each week, each month for the entire year in creating a new version of me, a truly authentic. And again, when I say authentic, I don't mean like I sit here and 
I, I've sat here and lied to you and I've sat here and, you know, um, manipulated you or, you know, psyched you out about things about me. I've always been integral and told the truth about who I am. When I talk about how I haven't really lived authentically me, what I mean is that, like, I'm recording this right now, kind of in the middle of the night. And why? Because I couldn't sleep. And all of a sudden, this episode kind of popped into my head. Some of the words, some of the ideas, some of the phrases. And I said, you know what? I'm authentically going to be me. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to record this right now while it's fresh on my mind. And it's feeling energetically very moving in my body. And I'm going to get it out and release it by recording. So I didn't say, oh, no, 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 I I can't do that because it's the middle of the night and I have to wait until a certain time tomorrow to do this. I authentically followed my heart in that moment. And I'm going to do that in 2022. I'm doing it now, but even more so in 2022 to honor my full self. And so I would invite you to take a look at what are the things that light you up? Where are you not kind of stepping in to those activities that light you up? Where is procrastination still plaguing you? Or where is your lack of motivation still robbing you of meeting goals or completing tasks that you wanted to do, whether it's journaling or meditating or writing or meeting someone or building your business, creating a deeper communication or a deeper intimacy in your relationship? It doesn't matter what it is. could be about anything. But where are you kind of procrastinating on that? Maybe where does where does fear kind of hold you back? Where does your thought patterns and some of that inner critic voice still get in the way that stops you from really deciding or choosing or stepping in, mostly committing to being that new you? Because being the new you, a new you, requires self-discipline. And you know, I used to always hate that word, discipline, because discipline has such a negative connotation, right? Like when we're kids and you get in trouble and you say things, you know, like your parents or teachers or whomever said, you know, you're in so much trouble, I'm going to discipline you by this, or you're going to be disciplined by that. Or if you break that rule, there's disciplinary action involved. And so that word discipline has a bit, well, at least for me, it did has a bit of a negative connotation. And yet what I realized is that self-discipline really translates to self-love, to self-caring, to self-worth. Realizing that you are valuable and worthy, that you do matter, you do make an impact, and therefore to commit to have discipline within yourself to say, I am worth it, just means that you're deciding and committing and believing that you are worth it because you are. And I think that was a big thing for me over the last couple of years, especially with my illness, especially with 2021 and all all of the ways that COVID kind of played a role in that was this recognition for me that I knew that I loved myself and felt worthy and valuable and lovable. And yet I was still putting myself second sometimes. And so now I'm not saying that I will never do that again, but I can assure you that coming into 2022, I am committed to honoring myself first and foremost and creating a self-disciplined, willful, motivated 
kind of, I guess I'll say program or structure or idea for myself that even if sometimes it looks a little different day to day, it's each day is still going to include activities that light me up and bring me joy every single day. And I will not compromise on that. To me, that's self-discipline. That's motivation and willpower and a willingness to say, I matter enough to me to not push this to the side for any other reason other than, you know, like, you know, maybe a true emergency or something like that. So I hope that as 2021 ends for you, you are able to really look back on this year, even with all of its messiness, with gratitude and love and honor. I know that while I find 2021 to be a bit more challenging year for me than 2020 was, I still have gratitude for it. My God, this was a huge year of growth for me. And I hope it was a huge year of growth for you. I hope that as you are stepping into 2022, you can really envision a you that brings you such joy and happiness, like I said before, that you can wake up each and every morning and look in the mirror and go, wow, you're pretty awesome. And I love you. So I hope that the remainder of 2021 brings you joy and blessings. And I wanted to share with you that uh, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be announcing a small group class that I'm going to offer on a course that I I'm basing it on that I have called A New Destination, A New You. And it's not where we'll be diving like therapeutically into things, but there's lots of cool exercises and activities for us to do where we're really going to dive. And I'm going to do it along with you too, where we're really going to dive in. This is a very interactive and experiential kind of course. This isn't just like I lecture and teach you a bunch of stuff and then you go off and maybe do it or maybe not. And then you come back the next week and I teach you a bunch more stuff. Nope, 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 nope. I don't work that way. This is going to be very interactive and we will spend time together really diving into what I call like the distraction disruptors, things like how to really up your motivation and really truly kind of end procrastination, how to step into that place for yourself where you can really lay out your goals and your ideas for 2022 and for that version of you that you really will be happy with and enjoy seeing every day in the mirror. And so I'll I'll be announcing that in a couple of weeks, but I wanted to give you a heads up that that's coming because I think it's really important. I have coaches and accountability partners right now and always will because it's so important when you start to feel distracted, apathetic, unmotivated, like you're procrastinating, depressed, overwhelmed. It's very easy to give in to those thoughts and feelings. And I find that having accountability buddies, friends, coaches that I can go talk with when I'm feeling like that can be my greatest mirrors and they can be my greatest teachers because I may know the answer, but I may not be able to see it because I'm blinded by the things that I think and feel in that moment and with whatever situations are going on. So that's why I felt it super important to start off the due year with a a small group course like this that we can all then really kind of enjoy 2022 because we've laid out some beautiful plans for ourselves right at the beginning of the year. So I wish you the most joyous of new year. 
in the remaining days of 2021, I wish you deep, deep blessings and love. I honor you, I love you, and I'm so grateful that you're listening week after week because you do matter, you are important, and the idea behind being in this body is that we fully express as the spiritually integrated, divinely human badass that we are all meant to be. And my deepest wish is that you then fulfill those desires of your own soul by doing what you were born to do, meant to do, and the impact that you're here to continue making. So happy new year to you. Happy ending of 2021. Happy 2022 and a new year. And I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to another episode of The Spiritually Expressed Human, a place where we come together to navigate the human experience as the fully spiritually expressed divine human badasses we were all meant to be. If you liked what you heard on today's show, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe on the platform of your choice so that together we can share this out to the world and make the impact we're all here to make. If you'd like more information or just to touch base with me, please go to susandesunzi.com and explore and grab yourself some free gifts while you're there. Thank you so much for listening.